What's good, y'all? This is Edit Mo Remy, and we are back with part two of the self-blackshalization of Purple Rain, i.e. getting our black cards stamped, up to date, and in good standing. Here's the rest of the conversation Hillary and myself had with our friends and Prince fans, Camille Washington and Shanae Davis, about Prince's movie, Purple Rain. Actually, before we get to the rest of that episode, just wanted to let y'all know about two things. One, we would love to shout out Lori Best. Thank you so much for becoming a Patreon sponsor. Also, coming up on August 22nd from 6 to, I don't know, 9 or 10 p.m. We'll see what happens. At the Catalyst on the Deuces in St. Petersburg, we are having a spades tournament hosted by self Blackualization Podcast. If you have interest either in becoming a Patreon patron like Lori or in joining our spades tournament, just go to linktr.ee slash self-blackualization to get either your tickets to the tournament or become a Patreon sponsor or both if you're feeling crazy. Thanks y'all. Okay, now for real, let's get to the show. All right. <laughs> So we're going to talk about the movie because that's really what I'm here to to talk talk about. about the movie. It is time to talk about the movie. So the movie, uh, so let's get into the actual film. The movie opens up with Prince performing Let's Go Crazy at First Avenue. Quite the intro. Yes. And I have to say again, first viewing, not realizing what I was walking into. I was like, it's still happening. (laughs) Like it was an eight minute introduction. And and oh okay we're just everyone's good with it. So for me, for me, like everything that he says at the beginning, mm. I just I just love everything about it. Like what? Like like the things he's saying in the the, the yeah, recording. Yeah, you yeah, mean? yeah. Oh, okay, and then okay. the movie. I like the song, okay. but obviously, like once you get into it, yeah, you're saying it. It goes for eight minutes, so you're yeah. like, are we watching a movie or what's happening? Right. But I I love the intro. I I at the very least I like the way it starts and then. Obviously, he plays a song, and they just kind of set up the movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They kind of like introduce you to all the characters. They introduce you to more Morris Day, Day Apollonia. Apollonia running from somebody for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she running from? I don't Didn't know. She was, she was the cab. Exactly. Oh, she, she stole, stole the cab. She stole the cab. Right. So she'll have okay. someone to live. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna keep this correct. Yes. So <laughs> Apollonia was running from the cab, and then she snuck into. No, no, she got the hotel room first. Yes. yes. She, she had to secure her lodging because she was moving to the big city. She was Correct. Dead. She was trying to make her way. She was going to be a big star. <laughs> yes. Of course she was. That's she needed to speak to the manager. Exactly. And then, and then she finds the club and she has to like sneak, in. sneak into mm-hmm. the club. She intentionally went to that club. That was the hottest club she that was popping. She, was, she okay? knew what she was going. She knew what she was doing. It was very yeah. intentional. So is that, is any, mm, don't mm. judge me, is that based on a real experience for Prince playing at a club like that? Him and his own time? Yeah, he yeah. did play at yeah, that club. Yeah, he played at that club. Every First Avenue? day or weekend or the whatever The history of the club is very true. Okay. The history of the First Avenue Club is very okay. true. Cool. I wondered about that as well. Like, I can't fathom the idea of, like, acts like that playing right. at, like, a club. And then there's, like, three acts in, like, an evening. Like, you don't really get that. Now, now if you get somebody playing at a club, it's kind of like just that one act. And then there's usually just like a DJ or something like that. Right. If you get anything else outside of live music. But at that time, it's like, yeah, we got these three acts and they also the hottest acts in town. Right. And then how does that translate into records? And I don't know that that was the case. However, when you reference an act in the club playing on a regular um, basis, think about it. Um, That's how Ike and Tina Turner um, Mm -hmm. started. um, And they're just other you know 50s and 60s um you know black 
artists right. that got their start um, right. that way. So there probably is some precedent. Like the Chitlin circuit sort of thing, but like yeah, later. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And more super local. Super. Right. Yeah, it's not small. I mean, we have that here in Tampa. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I go out in the streets. People are playing racks right. at the attic mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. Cold I guess bar. Vegas is like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a music venue. We have right. them right all the way down through Ebor. It's not a new concept. We still do you're it. Right, right. <laughs> Check out but some crazy cool people. The, I think what's interesting to me is if that is really how he got started, the jump into such fame. Like, how does that Honestly, if you want to talk about the break of Prince going from being like a star to a superstar, it's the movie. Really? (laughs) The movie itself and the album is what catapulted Mm. Prince to high success to where he then became a a household name. Everybody went to go see Prince. It was like, yeah, we know Mike, but the the whole thing broke him in, so... Right. Okay. Yeah. Now so, he was a he was a star in he was um, in, in, in Minneapolis. Yeah. However, right. I mean, this is what I got from you know the the ultimate tour. Um, he played there, and and it, actually regionally he was um, pretty popular. Okay. But Purple Rain, um, they literally said Purple Rain bought Paisley Park. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. So I have everything I, I need. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's a trip. What I think I think I've heard. Um, Will Smith talk about this in his book. He he said, when you have like hit hit music to go along with like your movie, it's a different level. It's one thing to sell a hit movie, but if you also have like you you know Men in Black or whatever, like he had a hit song to accompany that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Plus he mm-hmm. toured it, so it just made it, it made him a superstar just like for that for that summer or whatever. Right. So Prince essentially, you know, he he kind of perfected that formula early on, and that's how it became. Exactly. Because mm. soundtracks, although they don't hit as much as they do today, mm-hmm. I think up until like the 90s, soundtracks was hitting. Way oh, to excel. Best hit. man. Okay. Uh, Batman. The, music the, now, the bodyguard. Scores, yeah. yeah, bodyguard. Bruh. Which you, you wanted Bruh. to have right. that combination. You want to have a hit soundtrack mm-hmm. and it's going to be busting. I wish I could be like a fly on the wall when somebody's talking to Prince or Prince is talking to somebody. He's like, I got this album. But I feel like we can make a movie out of it, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, like and release it in theaters. And they're and, like, bet. <laughs> yeah. And and it worked. So most of my albums are soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my records? My records, not my like my music is everything, but my literal physical records are mostly soundtracks. Yes. So I'm here for soundtracks. So Abalone's in here. We rolling. Let's Well, shout out to our <gasps> villain. We gotta talk about the villain. We gotta Morris talk Day. about Morris Day. <laughs> Morris Day isn't even the villain. The fact that y'all call him the villain. What you mean? I don't call him the villain. He's not the antagonist. He's the antagonist. I'll give him antagonist. He's the antagonist, but he's not the villain. Now we've some words. The villain is the antagonist. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Is there really a villain? It's not really a villain. Well, we'll talk about that. Hillary got some thoughts. (laughs) A man against his mind. We're talking about that. We're talking. We really want to talk about a villain in a movie. You really want to talk about masculinity as a whole? Mental health, masculinity. Those are the things that we're looking at as effects of villains, and we're looking at how it's naturally yes attaching because Morris Day, as you can see in the film, he does show remorse. He does show connection Mm, to the kid. They're playing. That's the way men do. They got their 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 competition. My skins are bigger, but in the end of the day, remorse. He does. There's a few scenes. There are a few. Scenes right after he embarrasses him towards the end, yeah. he was in that scene and he was like, "Dang, I probably he was trying to be cool in front mm. of his cat." Mm. Ah, 
you know, don't be like your daddy. Even then, you see yeah. there's a whole 15 yeah. seconds or five seconds, because 15 it's seconds for me because it's drama. But they close in on him with his eyes it's almost teary, and he realizes the struggle man to man. No. See, and no, actually, actually, I, I actually was more than once, but he was he also was. speaking to the, um, the club's manager exactly. about that as well. Because he knew his story. It's like they, they really brought it but together. But did Prince know that? It's not about him to know. Okay. Right. Prince, and was, Prince and was in the struggle. Prince was in the struggle. You don't know what people are doing. So That's I, why we in film. I think, I think the point that Hillary was getting at as far as like flaws of the film is like it's hard to get the good that Prince is trying to give you from mm. the movie. Because there's a lot of weird like what the, like what the F was that? You know what I mean? Mm. And then you don't get a lot of payoff. Like we'll get to it in a moment, but there's the message. You try to build that much character development in an hour. Don't, stop doing that. <laughs> don't, I'm not a filmmaker. And listen, don't, don't blame me. Don't blame me. So. And, and don't blame Prince. Blame Albert Magnolia. Albert Magnolia. He had to it's do a his, job. Yeah, it was. It was. Morris on Day was a was an antagonist. Antagonist. He was. <laughs> But the villain was the the prince's was the internal struggle. Stuff. The internal can we, can we, can we talk about that? I really want to talk about Prince first meeting Apollonia. Yes, because there is mm. um there's a lot there. It's creepy. So so I'm, I'm the only man in 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 the room aside from my, my my guy Jay. Let's say you go you go out to a place. Would not be allowed to do that. You go out to a place. You can't do that. And and a young man approaches you in the way that Prince I guess approached. This young woman. You mean stealing a anklet? No, and he's standing. That was the, he stands that was, that directly was behind no, her the, the for like first time thirty-five so, so, seconds so here, in a very creepy so way. So Hillary, here's the the reenactment. Okay, <laughs> so Prince shows up. Hold up, let me just. <laughs> you can talk about this. this okay, I can see it. That was no interaction. So that Prince was just observation. And now, <laughs> right there. Yeah. Now he's standing behind her. He had the shades on. For he a did. long time, silently. Mind you, this is just after he and got off the stage that and close. rocked. He was he like was. back. He went like in he her face. I was no. I, both <coughs> viewings. I thought it was creepy. Listen, <laughs> listen. I thought it was creepy. First of all, he just got off What's the up, stage. <laughs> She's an expiring. <laughs> <laughs> he is in her face right now. That is, He's not, that right is too close. That is not That's how close Prince close. was. That's not how close he was. He was directly behind her, and she no, no, no. First of all, she sensed him. She sensed him because she was a woman. She is a woman, and by the time she turned around, he said, "Because he's great, this is creepy. Let me move." He moved. Yeah, so so he, he I don't think but he moved because he, he thought, thought it was creepy. I, I think, think he, he moved. Was I'm, giving, was I'm giving to, I'm giving him because he's great that I think much. He was is, trying to get her on the line, which so can he did. I, Honestly, can he was I, just observing. Can he was I, observing. Can, can I give you the male her perspective? In, if that happened to you, can I offer her intuition? Can I offer the male perspective? Every man has his moments where he doesn't necessarily make the best move when he's trying to speak to a woman. Uh-huh. Now I would not necessarily say that. Prince did the best job, but obviously it worked. And it's his movie. Obviously it worked. Right. But because she was on the hook. He, he saw her. Right. And what you first see is him seeing her. And I think for him, he's like blown away. And her yeah, seeing that him. Was just, his right. Yeah, that was his goddamn. And he's just weird. He has a very weird personality. Yeah. He just got off stage. She's seeing him. She's like, yo, this, he just rocked right, the stage. So it. he's amazing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then he's just kind of reacting her to her because she's like fine. And that's really all he knows about her right. at that moment. So he's like, okay. And then right. he just walks behind her and puts on his sunglasses and just stands there. No, and then he, he disappears. Yeah. He disappears out of mysterious. See, he's not telling the he, whole story. He what he what he does is he 
He, he says, he, since my listen, presence. Let me tell you what he does. He establishes dominance. In that <laughs> he moment. does establish <laughs> Which dominance. Which is very important like, <laughs> for safety. <laughs> First of all, okay, True. so I'm going to say this. I know, I know my man just came here and said, I'm going to give it to the male perspective, but I'm going to tell you something. As, so, <clears throat> no, my wife knows this. So before I'm very happily married, before I was happily married, I was what you consider a hoe. Okay. Healing, we healing over everything. Shout out yes, to my yes. So I like it. I like um, it. But I learned my cool. So it's, I learned my cool from a few people. Mm. I, my 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 masculine energy grew up with from a few people. Prince. Mm. Okay. Billy D. Williams. Mm. Very wow. very very smooth. Mm. So I'm very wow. smooth. Mm. Very smooth. Okay. Smooth. Oh, yeah. And then a couple of people on the way. But I will say, highly mentioned. Not gonna lie. Boomerang was very influential. Mm. And it was the transformation. Because he was deaf. So those are the three men, honestly, I'm telling right. you. Yeah. And at that point, this combination never really did me wrong. Right. Okay? <laughs> I will tell you that I have done that in a, a situation of trying okay. to get somebody. I've stood that seat. It's only creepy it when you make it creepy. I was cool. Okay. It's he just was cool. It was okay. close enough, was close enough okay. to okay. where okay. it was wait, like, wait, okay, did. His, his energy. It and that's yes. Can I say this? It was okay. an energy move. Can and I say this? Find, they didn't find it creepy. Right, she didn't find I, it creepy. She was looking for him. She was like, oh my God, that star is just so looking at me. So here's what I think. I think I think Prince's, this is going to sound strange, but I feel like Prince's feminine energy is what makes that work. Yes, because okay. because he's not he's he's not going to necessarily come off as like for lack of a better word a predator because he no, doesn't necessarily no, look right. intimidating. Right. So he can walk up on you and probably do whatever and you're not going to be like I'm scared. You're going to be like this this dude is yeah. goofy or you're going to be like this is sexy. One or the other. But remember, yeah. that this, you know? remember this is the 80s. And it was right. and yeah, and it was yeah. just a feeling. He got close enough to her so that she could feel his energy and by the time she went to act, yeah. he was gone. Mm. And that's really what attracts a woman to a guy and vice I, versa. It's I the gotta chase. give you this. Right. The there was a lot of like Prince Prince wasn't a as a like as far as the kids call it rizzing now. I don't what? Know what that In my means. generation, we call it <laughs> spitting game or whatever. Rizzing. As far as like attracting female attention, he wasn't a slouch. Like he, I feel like I, I felt that he knew what he was doing. But also, he wrote the movie, so I don't know. It works. <laughs> I mean, it works I know you talking about he. I know he wrote the movie, but let's just take into account he did date both Vanity and Apollo. He it worked. Okay. It worked. It, it worked. Mean, in real life and in pretend life. I've I've seen uh, uh, text interviews from her that she says they never dated. That's that's what all girls so, say. What you mean? What you mean? <laughs> Listen, yeah. what you mean? Vanity come from that club. Oh, see now I don't know about these okay. personal interworkings. I told you. I'm wondering. I just wondered to what extent like that move is just very much like it a biographical move. You know what I mean? Like he's like, oh, I do this and it works. It must I, work. You know, he is just a different kind of guy. Right. I mean, he is just. <laughs> He's the littlest man mm-hmm. ever. I mean, five two. But, but I two and five two. Listen, five, two. I saw his Which clothes and I, and I thought they were models. I thought they were what? Model clothes, just oh. replicas of the original. His waist was—it's uh, the littlest waist I've yeah. ever seen. It's like bar, it was like Barbie size. He was a very small man, right. but his sexiness is yes. what draws you in. Well, you have and to have presence. Things he could do things that he had a lot of no presence. one else. He can has I, he has presence through the screen. Can right. I share the note that I wrote from? What I saw when I saw Prince, give more it or less to us, Mimi, give it to I wrote us. Prince first sees and playfully stalks Apollonia while Morris and the Time are performing. So it's 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 playful. It's like he's not trying to freak her out. He's trying right. to let her know, like I'm interested. I kind of like 
what's going on here, but I'm not about to let you, like, you're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to come find me. Standards. You know what I'm mm. saying? So I, I can know. appreciate I, that. I, I don't know. I, I'm a little. There's, a, there's an I'm, art to I'm, it. And so, it was I'm the slightly 80s. more mature. And the thing is, I really <laughs> know how to be the only woman in the room. Mm. I literally know how to do that. And apparently he knew how to do that. It's, it's not, it's, it's kind of like an OG move. Yeah. Right. You, you, you do something different than everyone else is doing. Box. And that's where mm. the attention mm. comes. Yes, Morris Day was on the stage, but she wasn't focused on no. Morris Day. As soon, as soon as Prince's energy, the kid's energy entered her realm, yeah. it was an distraction, and an outright he, distraction. He came off from Let's Go Crazy after that guitar right. solo. He was like, girl, come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm Prince. Let's go. You're going to deny this. Come on now. I know what I just did. So. What about the Jerome? We'll, we'll get to Jerome. <laughs> we'll get to Jerome. Um. Before before we got to Jerome, I think there was there was a scene where where he had the the altercation with his father. Mm. That's that's where they establish that his father is abusive and abusive to his mother and also to him. And he tried to you know more or less shut that down. But it's like his father is his father, and you right. can't, you can't beat your father up unless you crazy. So mm. he he just had to deal with that. So I think my struggle with. I don't know. I'll tell you what your struggle is. Those the, the domestic f- violence scenes in that movie are hilarious. They should not be hilarious. I don't think they're funny. They, I don't think they're they, hilarious at all. They are hilarious. I don't. They are they don't look like it doesn't look like somebody hurt somebody. It looks like somebody they're not was like, acted well li- or, listen, or listen, done listen, well. Nobody feeling nobody, is real. Nobody going for domestic violence is doing it, it's not there's right. no open you know hand what I mean? slapping. Like it's there's it's like if you ever watch, obviously the, I'd say the most poignant domestic violence film of all time is What's Love Got to Do with It. Ugh. That shit is scary. Like that shit made me cry. Watching the domestic violence in this movie, it's not. It, I don't believe it. Have you seen? I, and and not to say that. Do you have like personal experience I, with domestic violence? Of course not. Okay. I'm a man. I mean, like, no, I mean, growing well, actually, up. Actually, the perpetration of domestic violence normally occurs from the masculine perspective. We're not going to get into that. On no, this I'm not. Podcast. I'm definitely not <laughs> hitting <laughs> nobody. No, no I, I mean, have you up. seen it growing up? No. Okay. But it's so I don't think it's so funny. It's supposed to be cinematic. It's just so yeah. that you get the it point. It is cinematic. It's yeah. definitely not funny. It's but poorly it has acted. To be, it's it not. has to be acted well for a movie to work. No. If, no. if, if it looks no. crazy, <laughs> if it looks goofy. No. Really? Disagree. Disagree. But you're the same person that said Purple Rain looked kind of crazy. I mean, you know, and I mean, to to your point, to your point earlier. Yeah, you are. We're gonna mansplain to you. Okay. No, no, exactly. Let's 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 mansplain this. Okay. Gosh, I I should hit him with my pronouns are he and they. I I absolutely (laughs) wish that there was a camera. (laughs) I absolutely wish that there was a camera in here because one, anytime Prince said something profound. It was uh, afterwards. Mm-hmm. Or, the face. Uh, th- yeah, that face. And it's just so cheesy. Mm-hmm. And if you just put, no, it's not funny, the domestic violence scene. But if you just put the acting in that, just understand that part of, of, of the acting, it's literally just showing mm-hmm. you that this is domestic violence. Just like when Prince would make those weird faces. It's like, right. hmm, I got this. Right. Mm, she's pretty. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is my lady, you know, right. that type, that type of thing, you know, just go back yeah. to the bad acting on that. And right. I struggle with, um, 
I struggle with all of the domestic violence, including when he hits Apollonia, because I'm I'm done with him. The rest I'm done with him. When she goes back to him later, I was like, but we'll get to that. I actually think that was worse than the fight between. It is supposed to be, yeah, because he. But we're not there yet. He's supposed to. We're not there yet. So break the chains. And that was the decision that he had to make. That's the whole thing. We got to go through the whole. That's why I said the movie itself. If you really take it apart, like from a creative standpoint, not even the music, like the actual movie, Mm. the storyline in the movie, you had a hundred, like like I said, an hour and fifty-one minutes to convey home trauma. Right. Parental trauma, background, relationships, right. an actual romantic relationship with somebody who then has to look at the plight of the woman. So there was multiple storylines in this. Apollonia had her own story. Prince had his own ideals. Right. You even had the background story of Morris Day and how he went and Jerome and all of those relationships and how they're intertwining collectively. So then he had to show, hey, this is me struggling. And then on top of that, adding the, the whole thing of I'm following in my father's footsteps, mm. meaning that I'm breaking through, which was so uh, poetic with his own experience of breaking through with the movie and going from a mediocre star to a big star. So Mm -hmm. it was so crazy to juxtapose the two of his real life and then the actual movie. But he did he really break free? Did he really that's, break free? That's, that's I mean, what it's, I, it's, I don't think he did. It, well, I, I don't. Thoughts. I don't think but he. I, I don't think. I think that it's he, implied. I think it's implied at the end no, of the film. No, 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 so no, no. We, look at look at it. Let me let me let me let me try. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. let me just try and make this point. Let me try and make this point. So his father's anger and. Um, Acting out, you know, if if you will, it's his failed music, it's his career. Failed music mm-hmm. career. Right. And mm-hmm. when um, the kid realizes that, which is Prince's character, yeah, it's like he just found what his father proverbially proverbially lost. Yeah, because he was struggling. Yes, he absolutely, was struggling absolutely. In the same way. He's like, "Am I going to be a failure?" Right, I don't know. right, right. So it was sort of I a, 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 a deduced moment. Mm. So what he completed for himself, he also completed for his father. And it, that also, I think, was um, represented in his father not dying from the suicide attempt. Yes. Which we we'll, agree. We'll mm-hmm. We're making the same point. We'll I definitely agree with you. Like I said, it's so, definitely a break. Right. So what? You, okay. So have, so the, the next thing I'm, that I recall. I'm processing. The next thing that I recall, we'll get back to the domestic violence because it's definitely a big part of the film. Um, I just I just film. wanted to talk about one of the, <laughs> one of the Apollonia Six girls real quick. Because uh, one of them was, uh, her name is Susan Moonsey Mohan, and she was from Trinidad. Um, she is best known as a member of the 1980s group Vanity Six and Apollonia Six that were associated with recording artist Prince. Um, that's her. And obviously the other girl was white, but yeah. um, one of them was, was I remember her. Mm-hmm. I do remember her. And I feel like a lot of people don't talk about, um, is it like like black immigrants during the 80s, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, the, one thing that I, I heard talked about a lot as far as what Prince are associated <laughs> himself with was, like, light-skinned women. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there was, this is a woman who's from Trinidad, and I feel like that should be highlighted. I think um, in the film, at least, there's a lot of lighter-skinned women and of white women. Yeah, and there's, um, and there's so some... So I do appreciate, at least in Apollonia 6, there was, like, rounded out Right. By having this person. I mean, yeah, yeah. As a dark. So can we person. can we talk about Jerome? <sighs> what about Speaking of Jerome dra- domestic violence. What about Jerome? Jerome? Was he threw the, the lady in the trash. Best sidekick ever. Yes, he did. That was in support of Mars Day. Yes. So right. Yeah, Jerome, Jerome's <laughs> debut in the movie, uh, he he takes a young lady who is mm. yelling obscenities at at uh, Morris Day. 
uh, leader of the times. And then and he, he goes he puts and her holds into a, Morris's mirror. So th- that's also a great part. Yeah, he's he's a very good sidekick. He he puts that young lady in in the trash can, which is terrible. But I mean, if if you got a sidekick, that's my, what you might want him to do. Remy and says also, that you need to have a Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> listen, no, listen. First of all, don't don't say that Remy said that. Every man in the room that was watching the movie at the time was like, "Yo, I need to get a Jerome." Like everybody needs somebody to help them out with the things that they don't want to deal with. So it's like a personal assistant. Jerome is like the best personal assistant. He put of a all human time. in the trash. He totally did. And sometimes, like he, okay. sometimes you need that. Hey, it doesn't whole, have to uh, an entire hey, look, human. It doesn't have to be a woman. Sometimes it could be a mm. man or a child. It's fine. So or you're what sometimes she you need your coat put on. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes you need, you need a, a coat. <laughs> sometimes you need a little help. So we're double clicking. So we agree with Jerome. Listen, yeah. Jerome well, no, was just Jerome doing was his job. He was doing his job. <laughs> Jerome was the worst. You can't worst. be mad at him for doing his job. But, Fair. Well, he needed to get Morris paid. Day. Right. That was his job. Morris right. Day was not not necessarily a villain, Morris but he wasn't was antagonist. Trash. He was established <laughs> as somebody who wasn't a good person. He you was just I mean? established as a womanizer, not necessarily someone who wasn't a good person. He was established as a womanizer. A womanizer. So that we could I don't be... know. I feel like a womanizer don't put a woman in a trash can. <sighs> well, he had multiple women. I as a matter of fact, do. and I quote, I don't do. want my would... other women to know. It yeah. was very clear. There were several moments, uh-huh. several scenes where we are injected that he was out for the cooch. And we did not want to put Apollonia in that line of fire. Right. right. But she ended up finding that out for herself that right. even after main success, that he still was only after one right. thing. And that was the whole purpose. He actually, Morris Day actually played more of an antagonist in the story of Apollonia than he actually did towards Prince. I would agree. I'm just saying. I, I, what do you I, think? I, I don't know. I think Morris Day was out to be just the number one act there. Yeah. And some of that had to do with who else he could bring to the stage. His his primary objective was just to get Prince off right. the stage so that he right. can be number so one. So there's a conversation between him and the club owner where they're like, mm-hmm. what can we do to... Well, he's talking... Like stuff about the kid who is Prince's character, and he's like, "Well, you know, we could we could do we can get a girl group, and then ultimately right. that's what sets then up." Then he's like, "I belong." Right. She just so happened to be fine, and he was right. like, "If I can hit it along she, the way, along the way." But he knew I'm not gonna <laughs> not give him credit though. I don't think, like I said, I don't really believe that he was super super anti like Prince and the whole ordeal. He wanted to be successful. That was very mm-hmm. important for him, and he realized even. As somebody who managed and did his own group, he was like, you know what? When he went to the club owner, he didn't say, hey, put me at the top. He said, you know what? I got something that's going to be hot. Right. I got something that's going to be true. fire. So his intentions the whole time was, I just want to be successful. Whatever, whatever gets me. Whatever gets me mm-hmm. there. The most likes. Right. And of course, the the, my likes. biggest competition in me being successful, you're it's right, is to push away Prince. Me, yes, this right. But it that's definitely it. it didn't protrude that he was just also like, oh, I can't stand you as a person. It's like, right. you're in the way of my success and anyone who's standing in the way of your success is immediately put into right, your enemy. Absolutely. But like I said, when it comes to Apollonia's story, she's the one who got played. Trusted him, had a whole nother boyfriend. Like I said, he was really her villain. Like, dang. And then you got me successful and now I find out, look at you. You trying to do the <laughs> you know that ain't it. <laughs> Shout out to Morris Day in this movie. He he was definitely giving like uh, Richard Pryor vibes. Oh, yeah, did you right. did, listen? Did you guys hear? Actually, I read this as I was doing my own research that Prince's estate forbid Morris Day to use Morris Day and the time. time. That is so, so it was funny. the time and it was Morris. Yeah. yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. sense. There still mm-hmm. is a time, by the way. They actually yes. came through. 
Paisley Park as we were there. Oh, that's so exciting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love nice. it. Okay. Can I ask, is it toxic? Is what toxic? It's the answer's going to be yes. <laughs> yes. The whole Lake Minnetonka scene. Well, before we get there, he took her boot <laughs> ornament. Oh. He, was like, he was like, hey, give me that. And then she gave it to me. He was like, this is mine. And now. then he, so he steals from her, walks away. <laughs> I mean, is it stealing? Is it stealing? She, he, he, said, he, back. That was he, said, he said, give it to me. She gave, she gave it, it up. And she he's like, it. this is mine. He's, then well, they go on my the My favorite ride. thing about Prince in this movie is, is that he's petty the entire movie. <laughs> he was petty in real life. Was he? Yes. yes. Okay. That's but, actually and, why he's one of my favorite artists. He's so petty in this movie. And I'm fine with that. So we're like fine with him. Absolutely. Letting her get naked and jump in the... Absolutely. That was all on that her. Was, that wasn't she did even that. Lake Minnetonka. He was like, what are you he doing? Tried to, he tried I to stop I tried her. to told you. <laughs> tried to say All that of those situations were her. Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. This, can, this, I, can, I just, can I just... apologists. Listen, can I just... Um, <laughs> what did he say? He said, uh, he said, if you want to be a big star... You have to purify yourself in the lake of Minnetonka. What is it? The Fuck. waters. Lake Minnetonka. You have to purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. And then she gets naked and jumps in. Just right in the water that's right there. It's not. It's <laughs> and not it, was, it was under her own assumption. And but then, look at this smile. Go ahead. It also means that she would do anything to be a star. Yes. Right. Look, he's excited. He's like, look at this. Look at somebody <laughs> come look at this. Nice. <laughs> somebody come look at that's this. That's not nice. <laughs> And then he's like, don't get my seat wet on the way back. <laughs> Which was a beautiful, intimate what? innuendo. We yeah. knew it was going down. Okay. If only we could be so smooth, you know? Well, his I is am. Good I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not at all. Um, um, can, we, can, we, can we talk about the password as what? Sure. I yeah. Really, listen, I really, listen, listen. A classic play listen, on a classic listen, joke. Listen, what? Listen. Who's on third? I love that. Who's on third it's the joke. who's on third yeah. joke with a little bit of culture, and I All love right. that. Hold on. Are you playing it? Laura, what for? I want to know when that sweet thing shows up. You see her? Come get me. Cool? Cool. I'll come get you, let you know the girl's there. Not if I'm with my other babes. That wouldn't be cool. I don't want to break their hearts. So we ought to have, like, a signal. Password. Okay, what's the password? You got it. Got what? The password. Password is what? <laughs> exactly. The password is exactly? No, it's. Hold it, hold it. Slow down. <laughs> the babe walks in. You see her. I see her. You come get me. I come get you. And I probably have a couple of little sexies on standby. So you glide by me and you say what? Okay. Password is okay? As far as I'm concerned. Damn it, say the password. What? Say the password, onion head. The password is what? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> it's the password. The password is it? The password is what? It. You just said so. The password isn't it. The password is what? what? Got it. I got it? Right. It or right. What? <laughs> what a great scene whoever wrote that shout out to albert mcnoli for that scene at the very least because that was funny it was definitely funny absurd i, I loved it i loved it ahead of its time i still watch it and enjoy it it is funny i don't think it was ahead of its time because i do think it's borrowing from who's on third. oh yeah who's which on first which is a... what from who's on first yeah 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 but Classic. it was done very well it like, is it shout is. out to morris day for doing like, and he, my head started to hurt his, during it because i'm like wait i actually don't even know who's right anymore <laughs> right now <laughs> i think i think morris day did a great job in this movie i really do like i didn't it, there was no scene where he was in where i was like what 
You're right. Like, I was never weirded out by his acting. I think he did a good job. I liked it. All right. The best part of that scene is actually when it's time to use the password. <laughs> he <laughs> sees her and he walks up to me. He's, he's like, like, what? What? <laughs> He's like, he's like, what? What? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's great. Absurd. Um, can we also talk about how great of a ventriloquist Prince is in this movie? Is that real? <sighs> yes. No, come on. Come on. No. Totally. Absolutely not. Totally. Absolutely not. not. Totally. Absolutely not. What is he using his ear to talk? <laughs> Let me just go. What is he talking yeah. about? His yeah, lips yeah, totally, wouldn't even totally, remotely totally. moving. But that's yeah. how ventriloquists are. Yeah, but that you, is you, see, you see a semblance yeah. of the something. Lips are like they're, they're, Amazing. Listen, if you look at a ventriloquist and they're talking. So what I hear you guys saying is he's not. Their neck moves. I was Do you amazed. know that his, 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 is his mouth move. is slightly parted? And no, I saw you. It just would be right there. Just I don't know. How? Right there. It's, so that's Prince's secret talent? Is he could just... Secret talent. You don't know. You have to ask him. I'm just... I'm going to go with the right other fanatic. Look, right now he's sitting at the right hand of God. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was over there like, that's awesome. Like, so, how did he do that? Just be impressed. So here's a... So during that scene... didn't do that. During that scene, his his female bandmates are trying to get him to... Play some new music. Yes, and that new music, which I didn't know the first watch, turns out to be the Purple, Purple Rain, Rain song. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I thought that was dope. And he's like, "No, nah, nobody want to play y'all stupid music." And he just keeps kind of going back to that or whatever. But it's like that—that's part, I guess, his growth is that like mm. I have to, I have to play with my band. This is a team thing. Right. It's not just about me. I don't know, Camille. Let me ask you which, this. Which, which you could think maybe is where his father failed. You know uh, I mean? Let me ask Camille this. Ooh. So she said, "Let me ask the person." L- who yeah, knows. let me ask Camille <laughs> this. So when he was dealing with his pain yes. um, from his father's attempted suicide, yes, after he had busted everything up mm-hmm. um, in the basement, he got on the piano yep. and he too played the. Baseline, yes, to Purple Rain. Yes, he did. Okay, yeah, so he did. So was that from his dad, or was that because he had been listening to Wendy and Lisa's? He was trying to interject. It was the moment of I'm going to release uh, all of this pain. I'm going to release the idea that I can't play other people's music. You know, after all of that, and it was like I'm going to make a change. That scene actually is very important in this mm-hmm. film because it really does show the transition of I'm going to open myself up, and you know what. I can play. I heard the song. I'm going to go ahead and revisit. And then for him to even, if we're talking about the same scene where we get to the point where after the suicide attempt, he even finds his father's music. And yes. if you run all the way back mm-hmm. to the very beginning of establishing dominance, what mm-hmm. we were talking about when his dad, I don't write any music down. Mm. I'm better than you. Establishing mm. that sense. And then to find his father's music, so it became immediately right. yeah. the weight of I have mm. to be great. We're not playing your music because my music has to be great. My music has to be successful because mm. my father's wasn't so as soon as he was able to let go of that mm. and then be able to recant he's like he heard it's almost like hearing the music for the first time he'd been hearing it but then it becomes from him he starts to play it so now it's not just their music he puts his own ownership on it he's like okay and then you know right. it's coming it's like oh okay some, something's about to happen it also showed that it was okay to be vulnerable yes mm. i agree with that definitely mm. it was a very powerful say more. movie say more mm-hmm. Well, Purple Rain came after that, so. Mm. Right. Right after that scene, it was like, I can do this if I just change my 
my perspective, mm-hmm. my perception mm-hmm. on how right. I'm going to be successful and that I'm not living in the shadow. Even my father wrote his music down. So it really kind of humbled right. his idea of perfection and then allowed him to step forward and, and it grow. Am- and it allowed him to do it in real time. Mm-hmm. The band didn't even know that that music was coming until mm. he was on stage at that moment. Mm-hmm. And he certainly certainly dedicated the music to his father. And then he says... I'm going to play this song written by mm-hmm. Wendy and Lisa. I feel like I need to revisit the movie. Because we had to get the lyrics <laughs> together. He sat down and you immediately huh? knew I was going to write something special. Yeah. What did you say? You don't remember. No, I do. But like, I think just hearing that kind of switch over click for him. I, I saw the thing, but didn't necessarily think about it as like him so, being like, oh. So you have multiple. <laughs> you, 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 you kind of have like multiple altercations between him and his father. Right. Not necessarily directly, but. You have like the first time where he tries to stop his father from hitting his mom and then his father hits him. Mm. And then I think he comes home again and it's like a conversation. And then you have his mom sitting outside after like whatever yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. And he goes inside and he's like, wait, where are you mother? You know what I mean? He, he's, he's like, and then his father is like, is that, is that the... The yes. time where he commit, tried to commit suicide. Right yeah. after that conversation, mm-hmm. at right that point, that. he found his father. And you can even yeah. see at the beginning of that, he's very and, jovial. And, mm. then, and then his father had said to him earlier on, he was like, I don't write my music down. But then he finds all this music that right. his father did write. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay. Don't forget the time between those when he came home. He was with Apollonia. Mm-hmm. And through the window or through the door <clears throat> or whatever, he saw his parents loving on one another yeah mm-hmm. oh, and that, that shows yeah see that that, mm-hmm. that shows the dynamic of the relationship of the love-hate relationship that you go through when it wasn't all bad right. but it definitely when it wasn't good it wasn't good and that yo-yo effect of emotions and then playing into that growing up in that kind of situation that kind of household knowing the whole history you really get a feel of how he's reacting to his own life throughout mm. the movie <sighs> y'all ain't watched that movie <laughs> Oh, like, first okay, of all, I need to watch it again. First of all, I've been thinking about Prince and Purple Rain he's for been, 90 days. He's been very, very much, very much stressed. Oh, it has no. not been 90 days. No, it's, it hasn't been stressful. It actually, hasn't even been actually, 90 actually, days since we watched the movie. The <laughs> they found the day. They found it 30 days ago. No, I, I, I appreciate Prince a lot more after this this experience. Like. I think I, I think I think I just understand him more as a person. You know what I mean? And that's part of what the movie was about, I think, mm-hmm. was to, to Man, give you more it was of like definitely a real life. life parallel. It hurts because um this was a meme I made. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And the foolery. And now I feel like so the meme says the movie villain in a picture of Morris Day. And then to me, because I thought Prince was a red flag. <laughs> Having, Due to the domestic violence, having that he, domestic violencer, and then I put the real villain in a picture of Prince. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now I want to change my meme and have like I don't know. So let's talk therapy, about that. <laughs> therapy. <laughs> or like mental health issues, For sure. like a diagram be the so, real villain. So here's so here's the thing. Or I think, trauma, trauma. Like when it comes lotus, to a lotus, it's it's hard to redeem a character in cinema who has has abused someone who you you would view as helpless. We mm. should let Chris Brown come back. So I'm just we saying. Sure. It, took a, it took a minute, though. It took a lot for Chris Brown to come back. It did. So, so you know. 
But and and obviously that was like what the two thousands. Like this was the eighties, right? I mean? So it was so, so like, whoa to see to see you had the the scene where Prince. Prince, Prince putting his his hands on Apollonia in that particular scene that was crazy, and if I if I had seen that before, before I had experienced like what's love got to do with it, it probably mm. would have like like blown me away. But that was like probably one of the first instances where somebody sees something crazy like that, and it's like where where does this even come from? One one thing that I didn't appreciate about it as far as just a movie watcher is I didn't understand. I don't understand how. How you can literally be in the presence of domestic violence and then be like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go ahead and just Ugh. like, like I don't see that. I don't see it. That that didn't. It I didn't be believe like that. that. I, I didn't believe I that. Think how that, it be? I, I think that. I, I, I could see it. I guess in a movie you have to kind of like fast track things or whatever. That ain't a movie. That's real life. That's yeah, real life. that's real life. I actually, I read that's the book. What's like the quick sidebar? I read what's love got to do with it. And the movie was light in comparison to to real life. Yeah, I yeah. mean that was this one one particular memory that I have from the book is that he stuck a lit cigarette. Mm-hmm. I stuck a lit cigarette up Tina's nose. Ugh. That was there's that's that was too he- that's too heavy of a comparison, right? Yeah. Because he beat her for real. And I think with domestic violence situations, sometimes the person experiencing it will reenact some of that onto their kid Mm -hmm. um so even just adult adult to child it happens and then i think children grow up and um sometimes perpetuate of course that's why i say this was like fast track this was like well fast it's not fast track it's what we we don't know how he's treated girls before apollonia and also, so we don't know if this, this is the first time he hit a girl. See, see, that's it's a biopic also versus... Right. Um, no, I'm sorry. A dramatization versus a biopic. biopic. If, right. If I'm watching a character who is experiencing his mother, who was probably the... Had, had to be the most important woman in his life, experiencing this trauma from this person... They do it. I would, I would feel like... Your instinct would be like this. Logic, you playing me, right? You, like you're, you playing me, right? Because I, you just said where your I'm not, logical I'm not part brain. Of, I'm not part of any part. This is yeah. purely this from is an your logical brain. Right, but that's a, you're yeah, right. I right. The logical brain, not even to experience. I, I'm a, I'm a daughter, and I'm gonna give you this. My father, we, we mad cool, but like I said, my parents did get divorced. So the other day, I went to my parents. My my father just remarried, or not just remarried, but he was celebrating his 25th wedding anniversary to my stepmom. And I went to him, and I was like, he was trying to take a picture of me while I was dancing because he's like, oh, my daughter looks just like me. So he was funny. He was like, yeah, Cam, I was trying to meal. That's what he says. He says, meal, I was trying to record you, but you know what? I had no memory on my phone. And I laughed, and my wife laughed because for months, like the last year and a half, I never have memory in my phone. And my dad says, I said, I don't have memory either. I said, you know what you should do? You should get the Google, get the Google paid up. He said, that's full too. I looked at myself and I looked at my wife and we <laughs> laughed because mine is also full. Now, mind you, these are correlations between me and my father that I, I literally thought something was wrong with me. I was like, wow, I can't get this right. Epigenetics tells me. <laughs> That this is something that I got from my father. And I didn't right. spend a lot of time with my father. I grew up with my mother. So these are not things that I know about my father, but they're right. intrinsically in me. So what happens is, is what I'm saying is that energy is energy everywhere. Half of your energy comes from your mom. Half of your energy comes from your dad. And if you witness energy, mm-hmm. you're going mm-hmm. to establish that same <coughs> replication if you don't know how to deal with it. 
the yeah. extent of his father's ability to deal with his anger meant yeah. I'm going to beat my wife. He didn't understand how to process that energy because he didn't have an example. So I'm going to mm. go back intrinsically to the last thing that I saw. So you yeah. see him, even when he smacks her, he immediately has a regret. It's like, pop. Oh, snap. I just did that. Oh, I didn't, I didn't mean to. I don't want to be like him. And as much as he's trying to say, I don't want to be like him, he's falling right back because right. he's got the same emotions, right. the same feelings, the right. same track. So, so that's that's where I, I start to take issue with the movie. Because everything that we're, we're talking about is very serious and very intense. And we talk when we talk about what's love got to do with it, we all get it. With this movie, I don't... And maybe it's just because I, I didn't watch it in the 80s. I don't get that sense. I didn't get that he put his hands on her and essentially it came from his his... You know, it was basically just passed down, mm. and then he understood what happened because he he put his hands on her later. He kind of just kept perpetuating it. He didn't. I don't think he didn't make his his character really redeemable. He got her instance. once, and that's that that's second part of what time we she stood about. up. Yeah, the second time she hit her once. The second time Apollonia said, "Do it again. <laughs> Play with it. You keep doing it. You want to fight," which is where the mom definitely didn't stand up. And mm. it's a different play on feminine energy in the movie. Mm. I think that. Um, we're all products of our environment. Mm. And I don't think that he literally processed that it's from my father. That, that, um, I, I, I don't think it, it was just something. Happened. It just happened. <laughs> it just happened. That's the way he knew to deal with things. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are not taught to cope with um, stimuli, albeit positive or negative, right. if you're not taught to cope with it in a different way, you, again, are doing the best you can do with what you have. When you know better, you do better. I think he began to process things differently after he, you know, had experienced his father's mm-hmm. potential demise. Right. And also he witnessed his mother mm-hmm. staying with him. Right. Okay, so maybe her experience was love anyway. And his father had experience. I mean, it's just implied that maybe his father had those same experiences as he came to be. But um Prince was just doing the best he had with what he had to work with. And that's what I got from the movie. Definitely. So I feel like the culmination of his processing that he hit her or it would not even just hit her. So many problematic things happen after the slap. Um, I mean, he started the, off by making her jump into a dirty lake. She <laughs> did that on her own accord. He was toxic from the jump. But I mean, from hitting her forward till he finally is like, you know, things happen to his dad. And he's finally like, okay, I got to like figure out what's going on. But you also have to look at Marcus of the Hillary. timeline. They were in a long relationship. This woman had already bought him a guitar. This, this movie. That wasn't a long to, relationship. Let me tell you though. something. This movie is supposed to end with she, her walking away. I have Prince. many notes that I haven't brought up about all the red flags. Apollonia mm-hmm. was like. Super red flag. You know that Bill Hader meme where they're just like. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I'm going to make that. We're going to make that a meme for the IG. Apollonia walking in to being with the kid with all these red flags but purple rain the song finally comes to fruition which so so every so ultimately wendy and lisa who created the i think the the music for the song or whatever and he's rejecting it the entire movie he's like don't nobody want to play y'all stupid song (laughs) anybody coming to see you song is stupid (laughs) ain't nobody coming to see you wendy and lisa (laughs) 
<laughs> Personally, I think that was Prince's process. I don't think yeah. he ever that, yeah. that to me is the story. That's the story and that's the process. That's the I story. think, you know, like, him like dealing the song happening. I, I yes. believe yeah, that. I, I, believe think, that. I, think, I think that Apollonia was just an attractive woman that was in that space that mm. he was, you know, just just mixing with. With him hitting her the first time, the whatever time as he made love to her, you know, all along the way, when she threw that earring down, I don't think he ever even, that, that never resonated with him. It was just like, dang, he I'm not going to be able to He said that for weeks about a lake. He was depressed. He went through a whole mm-hmm. reminiscent memory scene. During the when doves cry. I don't. Um, uh, but when, do, when doves cry was in the middle of the movie, that was yeah. after he did the darling Nikki, you know, on the. That's um, when he was stressing out. He yeah, was stressing yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he hit her under the bridge <laughs> and she threw down the earring right before that happened after Purple that. Rain. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think he ever said, wow, I did her so wrong. Oh, and, you know, I'm I'm no, no, no. That's I what think, I'm saying. No, he just, you know, when she left him it was like i hate that but damn let me move on he I'm, was remin- he went through like all these reminiscent scenes about their relationship yeah. he started going back to the places where they was hanging out doing dates he was over there with I the guitar don't think that was about her i think what? that was him going through Right. Everything processing yeah, exactly. his life, what he what he saw with his parents and how he dealt with things, that experience with Wendy and Lisa yeah. not accepting what they were giving to the band, I think that was personal and she was just a part of that. That they, wasn't they about never, her. They never redeemed him in Apollonia's eyes. Nope. They because made it wasn't Apollonia about that. they made Apollonia very flat and forgiving. And you talk about this. Cause you you wrote a, a note in the in the notes and it says idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like I said after mad. Purple Rain, mm. I was mad. I'm still I'm still mad. I think, but Apollonia. I it's put, hard. It's hard to redeem. She a really character. kissed this walking red flag after yeah. Purple Rain. But that hearing you say, good. I was salty about that that yeah. she kissed yeah. him. That's the song, but hearing you say what you're saying about he's not even processing that per se. He is, but it's the the emotion isn't really around that action. It's around his life. Definitely has me more annoyed at Apollonia. No, Definitely no, agree. no. There, 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 there are people who buy in a toxic girl. thing all the time. Bye. Sometimes you're just there because it's good. Sometimes I think personally, Apollonia, she liked him because there was an energy about him. But he, she he was almost, a star. She wanted yeah, to be a yeah, star. yeah. But she almost went for Mara's day. Just and they do because, talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Just she was because, chasing stardom. Yeah, she was chasing, she was stardom. chasing stardom. She was chasing stardom. But at the point where she didn't want to go with Mara's day when he was. Uh-huh, <laughs> now that was just but she didn't want to do that i will say this though apollonia now you can blanket it but throughout the movie apollonia showed dedicated entrance in prince to try to reassure that it wasn't about stardom i already have him i want to see him she never missed a meeting she took she was poor took her little bracelet got him that expensive guitar you know, she was doing things I to him. She never. was po- right. I would never. <laughs> she was pouring into him. So I think in her role, it was a show of there is something pouring into you that could be good. There is someone who is interested in mm. you, but you're too blind to see that because you're caught up in everything that's going on in your life. And I agree with you. At that point, he was processing, but the love interest has to be there to show the intimacy <sighs> of his growth. Let me let me go back. You said it was a it was an hour and how many one Okay, so, so let me let me let me just come back to one of the first things I said when this interview interaction between us four <laughs> began. I said that before I thought this about being a woman, moment. 
there was a moment in that video that I really didn't understand what I was looking at, but I saw that and I never forgot it in my life mm. when they made love for the first time and there was like this leg doing like a um, protractor move, mm. you know, and then she was up in a formation of essentially an X. Prince, the kid, wrapped his left arm you know, under her arm and he, you know, touched a breast and a waist and his right hand went down to her excitement and, and massaged, massaged in that position. Listen, <laughs> I, I didn't even really understood and just understand what I looked and understand at the time what I was looking at, but I understood mm-hmm what that probably felt like. Right. Mm. And as I moved on to mature chronologically, <laughs> and that may have happened to me, possibly. Maybe. I it thought did. about that moment. <laughs> I understand. And it meant more to me because I thought about how that probably felt. It's a very sensual. Just from very sensual looking state. at that. So I say these things that was probably, and that was in the 80s. So to see that on TV, to see that in a movie, it was just so profound. Coming back to the surface, I think that what, that's what Apollonia was probably addicted to. Was, was it wild could have about, been sexual. What's wild the about band. that scene, I thought, I thought it was a great, it wasn't even really a sex scene because there's no nudity in that scene. It's but just, it was implied. There's, there's some things happening. It but was implied. You kind of juxtaposition that to all of the the kiss scenes in the movie. Every single kiss scene in that movie was ridiculously awkward. It Every was the 80s. Single it's the 80s. No, 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 no. It was no. I'm not doing that. Hold no, on. no, no. We're not doing that. That was deep, do- that was deep you, you, kissing you, you, for the you 80s. You telling me people couldn't kiss in the 80s? No, I'm no, not no, doing no. That. Every no, other, just every other, every mm, no, other no, no, no. kiss on screen from the 80s, no, 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 no. I know, was just listen, a listen. lip lock. There was no tongue. I, there was no I tongue. To know. He was taking, it was very risque. So we're going to talk about that. The scene that we're talking about there, all of that was not happening per se. That particular scene worked. But every single time he kissed Apollonia, it was weird. True, but this is also his it's first acting today. debut. It, it is weird, weird today. Come on, you, you can't kiss. And, I, but no, I it's screen say, kissing. Screen kissing. I is would weird. say as someone who wasn't like, you know, blown away by all the things, I never personally found any of the kissing so weird that I would like throw it away. I hear you saying Apollonia was digmatized. That even though I use the bad word, that's what it was to you, which I'll allow. <laughs> Maybe that explains her poor choices. Mm-hmm. You were not convinced of the sexuality and the no 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 the se- I understood the, where they were in that, the sex scene. I I could see the chemi- there was the chemistry kissing? in the sex scene. He just said it was weird. He anytime, said they good. anytime Prince kissed Apollonia, it looked like. A brother trying to kiss his sister. No, it looks so no. weird. It looks no. so weird. It was no. not. It was not appropriate. You it was wilding. not okay. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's just, I, and I've watched this movie three times. I watched it three times in the last 90 days. <laughs> I don't know. I have bias. Because I've seen like horrible acting okay. and like horrible kiss scenes before. So, but, I mean, I definitely, I agree. It wasn't like the best kiss scene in the world that made you go, oh, yeah, they're kissing. But I just, yeah, it I was, just you know, you understood the purpose. But also, in contrast to what you were talking about earlier, the domestic violence scene was also poor acting. The kissing is poor acting. This is, like I said, it's his first acting debut. So, Prince is not an actor here. He's a musician. <laughs> He had no problem acting out, grabbing what he was grabbing. Well, that he, <laughs> he doesn't did that realize perfectly. But he there was did. no camel toe. Very oh, true. Oh, oh. <laughs> so anyway, right, I think it's time to wrap time. up. It's it's time. Time. All right. Wait, that's not a. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that. It's literally. We will have to bleep we, that one out. Jay needs to go oh, to bed. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're basically. Jonah spent two hours talking about Prince. I'm ready so. to go. <laughs> Um, I mean that just made it PG, so yeah. PG thirteen maybe. So I guess I guess we can just go around the table with some final thoughts. Um, how do you feel? I guess after your after your experience, and then after this particular experience, because we've kind of like dived as deep as we could for the sake of self blackualization. I hope everybody feels a little bit blacker after this experience. Um, and if you don't, that's cool too. Um, but you know, let's just talk about like what this film means to you and what you feel like it means to us. And and then we'll we'll wrap it up. So we can start with whoever wants to start. Camille. Why are you looking at me? I, I mean, said whoever. I was just sitting here enjoying my flight. I wanted to hear I, what people said. I said, let me start. I feel like Hillary. we should start because I'm down to start. Okay. I'll start. I'll, I'll I don't start. think our connections is, are as deep. So <sighs> I have the deepest. No, no. So I'm, I'm totally listen, yeah. to go I'm last. dressed as Prince. You telling me my connection ain't deep? Yes. Listen. Specifically. I am basically <laughs> Prince now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, can't be. Uh, yeah, I can't sing, but. I'll do everything else. Um, I still got my drawers on, so you can't be I'm Prince sorry. right I'm, now. I'm still working but. on it. I'm still <laughs> figuring it out. I can't do all the things. <laughs> so, so like I said earlier, to me, this movie is one of the... It's probably more essential than most movies because it gives you some... To me, Prince is, is um, one of the most artistic talents that we've had of his generation even excluding michael jackson like michael jackson was great but prince was something else something else that we didn't fully understand especially as a, a black man you know what i mean one, one thing that i love about him is as somebody who's i'm five seven and he's like five two and he he found a way to be a sexy man at five two in the 80s and i that's something that i can appreciate you know what i mean I mean, it's part of what, part of what you know, <laughs> part of what helps me feel feel good out here. He wore right. heels. Are you going to put? Them I'm not doing heels? that. I'm not. I'm not on that level. I'm, right. I'm not. I'm not on Prince's level. I know that, but I appreciate that there's somebody out there who could be whatever it was that he was. You know what I'm saying? And and fully embody that. And still, and and th there's nothing. It's hard to say that Prince, Prince is not feminine. He's he's probably the most masculine thing of his of his era. He's very masculine. He's all about he he, he loves women and he loves sex. It's right. clearly in his music, and that's something that I can appreciate as a man. So shout out to Prince, and I appreciate the movie, and I'm gonna watch it again when I go home. 
Are you? <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the movie much more now. Now that I have gotten to know Prince better. I will say that I, like I already said, I appreciate it better during the second viewing. Um, and I feel like I have to watch it again. Sure. After talking to you two, because it was funny at your house. It was, I was like, LOL, right? <sighs> at your apartment. And then she's a nice place. <laughs> put my okay. there. I'm not going to tell you a part of the town, but okay. She just like, <laughs> I just want to be there all the time. But it was funny. And then when I told you her reaction, you were like, I and understand. she should. And I feel like now just very deeply talking to you all. I need to revisit one it's last important. time. It's important. Please, please revisit yeah. from a creative really perspective. Is. Yes. Revisit yeah. it yes. from the time. Revisit yes. it from a different set of eyes yes. from when it came out. It's so that, but not even so from that, when it came out, just literally just from a, as a human. Yes. As yeah. a human. As, especially as a, uh, yeah. But I, I, I'm going to share because I know she's got a, a deep story and deep connection. So I'm going to let that roll. But um, the movie itself, like I said, we, we've discussed the movie. And we've also discussed a little bit about Prince as a person. And I just want to point out that the two are very different. Um, I did spend a little bit of time. Like I said, I, I enjoy Prince as an artist. So I did my best to try to um, figure out things about him as a person, uh, obviously. Um, he was a very private man. Uh, he did a lot of things uh, behind closed doors. He was a big philanthropist. Uh, yeah. So many different things. So um, when I see... And as a, like I said, as a creative person, um, when I watched the movie, it definitely was like, I can see someone putting together something beautiful. I can see someone putting together something beautiful for the time and it being shocking and it having things that were not normally talked about. You're right. We're not seeing these on the scenes, whether or not it was tasteful, you know, right. great, great done. But the concept itself was there. Um and it's still relevant today. Like I said, you see so many themes in the film uh, that do affect us as a community. Like I said, we discussed domestic violence. We looked at toxic masculinity. Mm. We looked at decisions in femininity and women. Right. And there's so many different uh, aspects of relationships, like I said, that come into the film uh, on top of the music. And that's really what we're getting to is that music makes you feel. You know, Prince right. is deniably a beautiful artist and the music speaks to so many people to the point where we notice that with fans when we're talking about fans most of the time it's because these artists are singing things in our lives that resonate with us and Prince had a lot of music that resonated with a lot of people so to give that a visual aspect um, and give them something to really ruminate over was just very very powerful and like I said for it to translate from me not being born even when the movie was and still being able to be that weird kid or again showing that individuality Prince gave a lot of people a lot of quote-unquote weird people the opportunity to be like I can do this it doesn't matter how weird I am this man right. is on the screen with a half blowout and a jerry curl <laughs> and his booty out and he humping the stage and all these other things knowing good and goddamn well he was raised Jehovah's Witness like the just Suppose of the whole situation that you can be an artist and still mm. be a person um, and I think that that is conveyed and I love that it was like semi-biopic it wasn't like my whole life but the dramatization of what could happen so mm. I, I really really enjoyed that 
Uh, I love the album. It's my favorite uh, thing to play when I'm on the road. I listen to the whole thing front to back. I'll get to Atlanta in five minutes if you put on <laughs> Poverain. My wife is tired of looking at me do every single song and every single scene. I've done Darling Nikki at karaoke mm-hmm. more than I care to what, announce. What a song, right? Oh, what? That was what okay. So I'm gonna, before, hold on. I do have to say this. So again, <laughs> young child, right? Darling Nikki favorite song mm. <laughs> i was in so much trouble there's two songs that i got in trouble for singing one was uh ludicrous li, 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 li. i got caught right. singing that one and i got caught singing purple uh D- darling nikki yes i was there i was <laughs> into masturbating with a magazine i literally like, learned what, what masturbating means from that song. and she couldn't do anything because she's the one who introduced me to the artist so then she was just like don't sing that part <laughs> Shout out to my mom. But yeah, so I really enjoy uh, being here and talking to you guys about this because it does it. You Mm. know, it definitely was a popular cult classic. Our culture classic is something that needs to be seen. It's something that needs to be talked about. Is that what cult classic Yes, culture, Mm -hmm. popular culture classic. Pop cult classic. It's not accepted by like the mainstream. I thought it was like cult. No, (laughs) popular culture. (laughs) Not readily accepted in mainstream, but you know, really, really awesome. And we've learned something new today. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> well, I absolutely enjoyed this conversation today. And um, Prince was indeed a very private person, but I think he mm. expressed the whole of himself mm. through the music. Um, I'm not a woman. I'm not a man. I'm something that you'll never understand. Mm. One. Two. The symbol. Mm. What does a male symbol look like? What does a female symbol look like? Mm -hmm. What does Prince's symbol look like? Mm -hmm. So we can look at him as a man, as a very masculine man. But then we get to scandalous. I want your love in my dirty little cave. Mm. Okay. So he is a whole person, a private person that expressed himself through music and music inspired all of us, some more than others, but it inspires us to be expressive, inspires us to be um, private in a way and also creative in our expression. Uh, It makes us, it gives us a sense of freedom. And with Prince, it gives some a sense of identity, but it, literally strikes a sense of emotion in me through words in some um i don't play guitar but there are songs like i'll never take the place of your man purple rain Mm. you know there are others but those i mean we talk about air guitar okay that's a bit superficial but when i air guitar those songs it's like i'm playing every instrument and it does strike chords of emotion um, within me that I may not be able to identify with every word that he says, but if some of those songs, and then there are are different versions of it, they're all in the vault, if it's instrumental, I still feel the same way. So I think Prince was much, much, much more than controversy. You know, Darling Nikki, um, Purple Rain. (laughs) What about Paisley Park, right? You know, Paisley Park is in your heart. I mean, there are so many songs that many of us, many of y'all, aren't familiar um, with 
that if you just go dig into some of those, you'll find some of yourself in it. You'll find yeah. some of, you know, people that are close to you. Find something in concepts that you've heard about that um, if, you ne- if you can't personally identify with it, you can relate it to some concept um, in the world. So Prince was all of that mm. through his life, through you know, him, you know, beginning in music and being able to express himself at 14 and then actually um, declining to um, sign on to some, you know, to, to record labels because he wanted to produce himself at 19. So um, he was so much more um, than, than, than Purple Rain. I'm glad that we got an opportunity to explore mm. um, the movie today, but um, I charge everyone that's listening and us here at the table to go deeper. Get to Ooh. know Prince. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what this particular episode was about. Right. You know, we wanted to get to know Prince a little better, and Purple Rain is a good way to do it. I, I definitely appreciate him more as an artist, especially mm. as, as someone who wasn't connected, you know, originally. Mm. This, this helps. He's deep. And Purple Rain, one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> Are we gonna go out with Purple Rain? I feel like we should. I don't think we have a whole eight minutes so that we can get to the <laughs> We don't. Part. We don't. <laughs> and because time is money. Listen, that's gonna be in <laughs> my car play the on the way chord. home. Yeah, okay, that's first okay. chord, first chord. I know. I was listening on the way in. Mm. Yes. As you should. All, yeah, all day <laughs> while I was getting psyched up. I'm gonna pull out my cell phone flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're all wrapped up, but get my flashlight on too. Yes. So, what exactly is purple rain? Oh, what does purple mean? You know what? what is, is purple, what purple to you? What does purple mean? Royalty. Right. What does rain do? Rules. The plants it cleanses. I want to see you in the so light like of the purple plans. rain. You are, you are a new. You are renewed. Okay. I want to see you in the purple. I only want to see you laughing. Mm. Said I've seen you crying. I only want to see you laughing. I want to see you enjoy in the rain, purple rain, literally. And then think about rain, like Prince's rain. It's all through there. Okay. I'm elevating you. You say you want a leader, but you can't seem to make up your mind. This is a self-flexualization. I feel, I feel a little blacker. What you I feel, you like? I feel. You got to feel black blacker sitting next to me. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you everybody for for coming. Uh, thank you, Jay Noetic, for producing this. Thank you, Jay. And, uh, thank you, Jay. Everybody go check out Purple Rain. Yeah. Thank you, Hillary. Thank you, Remy. Yeah. That's a wrap. <laughs> Just let that ride out. <laughs> I want to see you. I want to see you in the purple red. people like sitting there dumbfounded for me at the end of the movie because you don't know if they're gonna like the song and they give right. you the suspense and they're all just looking there and then all of a sudden you get to like the last guitar solo and you right. just see people with tears welded up in their eyes <laughs> and then it's really the cut to the to the guy the, the club owner <laughs> that's the up yeah <laughs> when you get to the cut of the club owner that's it that's when you know it's done it's done <laughs> <laughs>
feel, I feel the kid. You can feel it. It's like, I knew his father. I can feel the pain. Find us at patreon.com backslash self-blackualization. There you can support us at different levels, like $2.50 a month. At $5 a month, you get a shout out in the first episode after you join and a sticker with a signed thank you note. At $10 a month, you become a producer level sponsor, which means you get digital and physical goodies like access to our episode notes that we use to record the podcast, behind the scenes content if it exists, full versions of episodes that we had to cut short, a sticker with a signed thank you note, as well as becoming a producer who is shouted out in every episode. If you have suggestions of what we should do, what we should learn, what we should watch, email us at selfblacksualization at gmail.com or just DM us on Instagram at selfblacksualization. This episode was produced by Remy Mulatto and Hillary Period. It was edited by Remy Mulatto. Special thanks to our recording studio, Noetic Sounds. Y'all stay black.